Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. I'm your host today, Victor Williams, coming at your eyes and ears on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Amazon, anywhere else you can get your shows. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're watching us, uh, click the, what is it, Stephen? The bell. Still getting used to the, uh, bell. the YouTube terms. Click And Jordan, she's on the YouTube side. Also, click the bell for notifications so you know when every video like this one goes live. Drop the likes, drop the comments. If you're on the audio side, be sure to rate five stars and leave those reviews as I let you guys know all the time. Each one does help with the exposure of the show. We are back weekly. Had to get uh, Jordan in the mix because we haven't heard from her since since the victory uh, from Atlanta. So we're back with this regular crew. You can follow my main co-host. You know him very well by now <laughs> on Twitter at Stephen Conrad Jr. He's the man behind the Philly Pod TV YouTube channel. Make sure everything is running smooth back here. Apparently, he has some things to get off his chest, so we'll be sure to uh, to get his thoughts. Be sure to follow my other co-host here on Twitter at the Sporty Jordy. Follow her everywhere else on Instagram and TikTok, and she has a million platforms that I'm sure she'll make you aware of down the road. So be sure to go ahead and uh, follow her on all that stuff. Jordan, we haven't heard from you. Well, I mean, show-wise, we haven't heard from you since the Atlanta game. How are you feeling about the Eagles, Jalen Hurts? I know you're getting some flack uh, from some other fan bases because you do a lot of other social projects. How's it How's it been since Sunday? <laughs> oh, I, I'm feeling great. I'm on top of the moon right now. That was <laughs> better than I could have ever expected. I tried to keep my expectations low. And, of course, morning of, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I'm getting really excited. And they just blew me out of the water. I was beyond happy. But yeah, I'm getting completely roasted on TikTok. I'm the Eagles TikTok content creator for Walter Picks. If you don't know them, they do fantasy and uh, advice. So download that app and make sure to check out every team on TikTok. But yeah, I just posted a casual little video being excited that my team won a game. We're the only team in our division with a win. And first I'm place? getting completely yeah. excited. I am getting annihilated. Everyone's like, this is gonna be the only win you get all season. And I'm like, come on. Like, can you we like dominated the Falcons? Can you just let me have my moment, please? Thank you very much. It was a long season last year. We earned this. <laughs> very it was a very long season. It and was. you know what's funny about that is that everybody all off season long. Atlanta fans especially were like, y'all finna get blown up by Atlanta. Kyle Pitts is going to toast you guys. Calvin Ridley, Slay is cooked. He's about to have his way with Darius Slay. And good teams beat down on bad teams. So, like, we didn't just win. It's not like we squeaked one out. And, you know, Jalen Hurts threw two picks and we looked terrible. We beat them down. Everybody looked polished. Sirianni had a great debut. And things are looking up in Philadelphia. So, bye. God forbid 
that we can be excited for a couple of days after the shit show that last season was because it was rough. It was very rough for us Carson so Wentz rough. for Carson Wentz and, and the and the and the Doug Peterson letting go of your Super Bowl winning head coach. It didn't look great. And and now we have something to be excited about. Steven, apparently you have something to say. <laughs> you feel strongly about something. What's going on, man? How are you feeling today? First of all, I just think it's really funny how the narrative changes when we beat up on the Atlanta Falcons. Beforehand, <laughs> it's like, oh, the Eagles suck, man. They're on the road. They're going to lose to Atlanta. I know a lot of people, even Eagles fans, had us losing in a close game. Fans, to the fans at that, yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, there were so we, many Eagles fans convinced we were going to lose this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought... I thought we were going to win. I just wasn't, you know, I didn't see 32 to 6. That's, you know, one of the biggest margins of victory we've had in several years. But, yeah, it's just funny how the narrative changes as for, um, you know, all these fan bases attacking you, Jordan, and us Eagles fans specifically. All I got to say to this is we're going to have a lot more moments than this because teams (laughs) are just, you know what? You know the classic saying, like, trap game? I think there's going to be several trap games for the opposing teams this year because they just, they're going to underrate us, man. Rookie head coach. For whatever reason, every time Jalen Hurts goes out there, he proves everybody wrong, but they still think this guy isn't uh, any good. Chris Sims, right? Is that correct? Had him ranked Sims had Case Keenum better than Jalen Hurts. He he ranked his 40 40 quarterbacks, and Jalen Hurts was off the list. And guys like Kellen Mond and Case Keenum made this list. I don't understand. And now he's backtracking like, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, I overlooked Jalen Hurts. That's just flat out hating. Like, I I try my best to be unbiased when I come up on here. but No, you don't. It's hard to do that as a fan. But, like, (laughs) come on. Like, 41st? Like it's disgraceful. Birth. It's disgraceful. Very, very disgraceful. He, I saw someone put his face on the Michael Jordan meme, and he was like, and I took that personally. <laughs> like, don't yeah, leave me favorite. out of this. It's just so good. Like, at least we know that Jalen Hurts is headstrong enough to really not care. Like, you can see he's yeah. unbothered and all of this. You heard it about Flacco. The people over the offseason were like, Flacco was going to be the starter. And then when Minshew came in, and that, that noise started immediately, and Jalen Hurts isn't, isn't bothered about any of that stuff. Not to mention the Deshaun Watson rumors all season long or all off season long. So it's good to have a quarterback that's headstrong, obviously doesn't care about the noise and goes out and get it done. And he proved that Sunday down in Atlanta, Jordan, me and Steven have talked extensively as well as I have with, with brace and Rob yesterday extensively about uh, Jalen Hurts' performance, as well as Devonte Smith, Kenny Gainwell, Miles Sanders and company. In addition to Nick Sirianni's debut, what were your immediate takeaways from Jalen Hurts, obviously the rookie debut of Devontae Smith, catching a touchdown as his first reception down there, and Nick Sirianni's offense. How do you feel moving forward with the performance of the Eagles down in Atlanta on Sunday? Oh my God, it was, I had a feeling we were going to look good, but I wasn't expecting us to look that explode. We just looked put together and Jalen Hurts, even in situations where things didn't go as planned, there were a couple moments where there were some questionable decisions, obviously, but for the most part, I thought he was smart. He was quick. He knew exactly how to work this offense. He seemed to have great relationships with all of the weapons. He made Jalen Rieger look great, which Carson Wentz couldn't do last season. Like everyone just looked really polished and put together and the relationship, I know, Vic, you posted it and it got blown up everywhere, but even just like down to their handshake on the sideline, like there's just a vibe about this offense that's strong. And I think, like Steven, you were saying earlier, everyone's going to underlook us. We're 
or overlook us. No one's going to think we're going to be able to live up to these expectations. And at this point, I'm like, let them. I think this offense is going to be great. And I think we'll get into a little bit later. But our biggest hole for me that I saw was our run defense. But that's something that we can work on over time. But overall, from top to bottom, we just seemed like we had it together. And that's more than I could ask for in week one when we basically had a complete rebuild in this offseason. Yeah, I spent a lot of time over the offseason trying to deter the fans away from the term rebuild and like retool and all that stuff. The, I said that the easier the fans they can attach themselves from rebuild, the you know the more fun the season will be. And I was one of the people that thought uh, that the Eagles would be competitive this season. I know a lot of people were like, well, Hurts could underwhelm or we're going to take a quarterback and all this stuff. But I believe that Hurts could perform this season and he's already showing that within the first game. Steven, I can't remember if I gave you the floor in the past episodes we've done about Kenny Gainwell, because I, it's all the episodes meshed together after oh, a while. You did. I don't did even, I I'm give tired you of posting about it at this point. Cause you were so wrong. You were so I was wrong. not wrong. I just it's said looking that. like my preseason prediction is better than yours, man. All I Your said guy is that McPherson is going to contribute more than Kenneth Gainwell. And we didn't see a whole lot of McPherson. I don't know about game. that. And, well, I didn't know Kenny Gainwell was going to get freaking 35 snaps in the first game. Nobody saw that coming without Boston Scott even touching the field. I certainly did this, didn't see that. But, Stephen, while we're on the topic, uh, obviously Jalen Hurts, 62 yards rushing, Miles Sanders, 113 yards from scrimmage, in addition to Kenny Gainwell. I think he had seven carries uh and 39 yards and a uh, touchdown yeah nine carries actually it was nine carries oh you nine wouldn't know carries, his stat line yeah. you would nine carries and it was 37 <laughs> yards and a touchdown and two catches so 10 plus touches yeah. for the 150th overall pick why he slid down that far is beyond me so now steven do we have a legit three-headed monster remember back in the day the giants what was it like ahmad bradshaw and brandon jacobs oh, yeah. and jennings they legit brandon had the jacobs. three-headed monster and they used to cook us back in the day do the Eagles now have a legit three-headed monster coming out of the backfield with Hurts, Miles, and now Kenneth Gainwell? Yeah, I was just going to say, so we're clear. When we say three-headed monster, we're including the quarterback in this. because Yes, the Hurt, quarterback. It's not Boston I mean, Scott. So. Average 50 <laughs> Unless he's playing the Giants, then we can include him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I thought, I thought going into this game they were going to come out running the ball in the beginning, but they didn't. They threw the ball a ton. It worked, so I'm not going to take quiz, you know, anything away from it. Times at that. Yeah. But what we saw in the second half is kind of what I had thought this offense was going to look like. You know, heavy Miles Sanders running the ball, a mixture of Kenneth Gainwell. I was surprised. Boston, I thought Boston Scott was going to be running back, too, to start the season. But, mm-hmm. well, Kenny G is that guy, as I told you, Vic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, Jalen Hurts, man. It looked like – so he's – we all know Jalen Hurts is, like, athletic and he can move. But I don't know about you guys, like, when he runs the ball, it looks effortless. Like, I feel like there's another gear he could tap into. It's just, like, the scheme was so perfect. Like, I remember one play, they had, like, Dallas Goddard in motion as, like, a lead blocker for him. And, I mean, Hertz just had to follow him. He didn't have to really do anything. Like, I feel like if he really wanted to, he could turn on the Jets. Just one time, Hertz. look, I know it's all about preserving your bodies in today's game. But, dude... Stay in bounds and lower the shoulder. I want to see this guy. I want to see this guy take somebody out. Save it for Dallas week in week three. Actually, that'd be a good time to do it. But yeah, three-headed monster. I think. I don't know though. I really don't know because like he threw for what three hundred and seventy yards. And I know yeah. Atlanta secondary sucks, but who hurts? 
Yeah. You're talking about 264. He didn't hit 300. I, I would be on this. I'd be celebrating right you. now. It was, <laughs> are you sure? He had 264. He had 320 plus okay. yards from scrimmage, including his rushing yards. And I think the most important thing out of all of that is while he is running the ball, he's very good at protecting himself as well as the football. And watching the prior quarterback, obviously, oh, is so man. great at doing this. So, yeah. So still, it's kind of refreshing. Yes, yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, he's diving head first still. So yeah, you know, some people just don't get it. So so Jalen Hurts very good at protecting himself and the football. And most important stat coming out of that day, in my opinion, is no turnovers. Uh, so no yeah. fumbles that he lost anyway, and and no interceptions. So very good from Jalen Hurts. So now turning the page onto San Francisco on the road to two and zero before Dallas week. Hopefully, you look at Jimmy G. It looks like, for whatever reason, Shanahan is trying to run a dual QB offense, sprinkling in Trey Lance to get some views out of his first-round pick. You have Debo Samuel, near 200 yards receiving in his first game. Braden Ayuk, for whatever reason, only had 15 snaps last week. I expect that to change as the season progresses. George Kittle, but the 49ers did lose Raheem Mostert, and they have Elijah Mitchell, who ran for 100-plus yards in his debut anyway, in the absence of Mostert. So, Jordan, looking at it now, it's not really a, a preview yet per se, but taking an early look at the 49ers and their matchup on paper, what should the Eagles be most concerned about when the 49ers come to town Sunday afternoon? I think what it's going to be our secondary, and if our secondary can step up, there is no doubt in my mind that we can come in and beat the 49ers because granted it is our first home game too which obviously helps but I honestly think like I mentioned earlier the biggest red flag that I saw was our run defense and Atlanta caught on to that and they tried to make it work but our red zone defense stepped up when it had to I think we said it in the group chat if our red zone defense could just play like that all over the field (laughs) there would be no questions like it'd be unstoppable but they do what they have to do to slow it down so it's fine but our run defense is definitely questionable and the fact that they lost Mostert makes me feel a little bit better Mitchell's still great but when you're down your RB1 that add some more comfort to me so I think as long as our secondary can step up and stop their receivers and stop Kittle and do what they have to do then we are set to be great especially if our offense can just do exactly what they did last uh, week they do have a tough defense it's going to be much different than going up against the Falcons D but at the end of the day if we can do just a little bit less than what we did last week I still think we're in a good position so We just have to get creative and make the most of it. But this honestly doesn't scare me as much as it did. Like in preseason, I was super nervous to take on the 49ers in week two. Now, after what I saw, I really, this doesn't seem that scary. We just have to play smart and figure them out a little bit. And it's not impossible, not even close. Yeah, it wasn't as daunting as it was. I remember looking at the 49ers and the Chiefs, and I was like, dude, we're about to get slaughtered (laughs) Uh, to to start the season. We're about to be like 0-4. And now, obviously, with the Eagles' recent display, it it leaves you to be a little more confident. Steven, taking a look at the 49ers' defense, Fred Warner, as good as he is, 11 tackles, uh, but he was targeted nine times and allowed eight catches. (laughs) So once uh, the, uh, the, the, the linebacker started to fall around him, um, they became susceptible to the pass. Obviously, you have Nick Bosa and Armstead coming off that edge, so maybe the Eagles will look to take it up the middle with uh, with Miles a little more often. What about this defense puts the most? I don't want to say fear because we, we're not scared here, but like, what about the defense? Should the Eagles be most concerned about? They lost Jason Verrett. 
They signed Drake Kirkpatrick, so their corners are in shambles as, as we speak. Should we be concerned about about that linebacker core and Bosa and Armstead coming over the edge? Well, it's certainly a better unit from top to bottom than Atlanta, like on both sides well, of the yeah, ball. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, defensively. Um, I think that Jason Verrett loss is a big one um, because that's a true cornerback one. He's probably, we could argue, top 10 at his position. So I think that's that's exploitable right there. Um, see, the Niners are literally, okay, I'm not comparing them to Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, but since we're coming off the Atlanta game, they're literally, they match up with Atlanta in terms of like skills players. You know, they got George Kittle. It's an elite tight end. Um, their receiving group's pretty good. I, I don't understand the Brandon Ayuk thing. I thought he was going to be a bigger part of the offense. I don't know that what's going on there. That was weird. Very strange. Yeah. yeah. I think the loss of, so Mostert isn't playing this weekend. He's no, out he's, out he's out for season. He's out. Oh my! Okay, I didn't know that. So, could make him a little one-dimensional. I think, man, the Eagles are just be- the Eagles are better in the trenches. I think that's going to factor in. I mean, mm-hmm. I- I'm all over the place. Was your question about their defense? <laughs> I'm not scared of their defense. No, I think our receivers are going to cook them, especially with yeah. their secondary is bad. I think. Seeing, see, just seeing what we saw in week one kind of answered a lot of my questions. So I feel really confident. I think, right. I mean, Sirianni, they're going to exploit that right away. Yeah, yeah you, know, it, you would it, hope. Yeah, and it makes me feel better too. We just have so many options, which is something we haven't had in so long. Doesn't and Jalen Hurts right. doesn't even yeah, sound right. Yeah, right? Like it doesn't <laughs> feel like we're about our Eagles. Yeah, yeah, and he seems to be able to connect with so many people. So I feel like we're going to be able to like make it work and like get creative and I, I I don't know why I just have very good vibes going into this game and I honestly I don't want to get too cocky after beating the Atlanta Falcons but I feel like we have the upper hand going into this game yeah it sure does feel that way after the win but the yeah the, and the 49ers had that collapse they were outscored 23 yeah. to 10 yeah. in the second half almost Lines almost, you know, they gave them the a scare. This is the home opener, too. Like, I feel like if mm-hmm. we were catching the Niners a little bit later in the season, I don't know if I'd feel as good. Right now, it feels like a really good time to catch that team. I'd be singing a different tune if Trey Lance was playing. Maybe it'd be, I'd be a little more concerned if he was playing. But Fred Warner allowed eight catches for 80 yards against, uh, against the Lions once Jared Goff, uh, of all people, zeroed in on him. Now, a strategy that the Eagles might look to implement could be similar to what Detroit did last uh, last week. DeAndre Swift, in addition to Jamal Williams, each had eight catches out of the backfield. TJ Hawkinson, their tight end, poised for a breakout year, also had eight catches. So that's 24 completions to two running backs and a tight end. Jordan, would you assume that Sirianni would look to use their pass-catching backs? Miles proved he can catch the ball. Finally, last week, Kenneth Gainwell was targeted three times. Obviously, you have Goddard and Ertz who were both utilized by Hertz last week as well. Do you think Sirianni will look to use similar strategies as the Lions going up against San Francisco? Definitely. And like we were just saying, and like Steven was saying, their secondary isn't, their line's great. Their secondary isn't great. So if we can, and like. familiar, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> and going off of what I was just saying, we have the options. So we can use two tight ends. We can use our running backs. Like, it's not like we got Devontae Smith and he's all we have. Like, we have depth. And like we talked about earlier, Jalen Hurts is a mobile quarterback. So if he can make something happen, Nick Sirianni and I trust. We know, I talked about it in my video. I was like, he's 
quirky and he's weird and a little nerdy, but like he's our quirky, weird, nerdy coach. And like he is, you know, he's going to go back and he's going to watch that tape inside and out. And he is going to do everything he can to get our team on that same level as the Lions in the second half to come back from what a 20 point deficit and almost beat mm-hmm. them. Wasn't it 31 to 10 at one point? Yep. Like yeah. it was insane. And that's the Lions. We are so much better on offense than the Lions. So their depth chart is next to empty. So I know Nick Sirianni. I have full faith in him. I had faith in him before week one. Now he just completely made me feel so much better about everything. So I trust whatever he's going to do going into this game. Yeah, the energy is certainly tangible. Uh, Like Jordan talked about the handshake and the energy just around the team. Listening to the press conference today, uh, Jalen Hurts, in addition to some other players, spoke about how the energy hasn't changed. Jalen Rager said that he's happy with his first touchdown, but it's all about consistency. You know, you can't just come to a conclusion that, okay, I'm, I'm good this year, or, you know, the offense is great this year. Well, off of that one game, Kenneth Gainwell, um, Jalen Hurts, or Jalen Rager, and Devontae Smith, all with touchdowns in that first game. So the young core is certainly encouraging. Uh, one last thing before we get up out of here, taking a quick look around the NFC East, Stephen, obviously we've talked about it everywhere. Eagles sitting up top in first place for the time being Dallas losing to the Bucks. It's a moral victory, says Dallas fans. We're not allowed to brag about Atlanta, Dutch but thing. Dallas There's can no run around thing, and, <laughs> and say lost. they almost beat the GOAT. So imagine almost beating the GOAT. Yeah, can't, can't, can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> uh, so um, then you have... Washington and their QB situation, Fitzpatrick done, as it, as it seems. Taylor Heineke's in there. You would assume Ron Rivera would make a call to Cam Newton, but who who knows what's going to happen with that. And then, obviously, the Giants and Daniel Jones looking like he has no doesn't know the first clue on how to hang on to the football. 40 turnovers in 28 games for Danny Dimes. Steven, how do you oh, feel? Bad. Uh, it's, Hard, hard. That's what when Wentz was here and everybody's crying about his fumbles. I'm like, Daniel Jones is over here literally handing the ball to the defense. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Steven and then Jordan, I'll get your thoughts afterwards. How do you feel about the Eagles' chances? I know it's only one week, but how do you feel about their chances bringing home a division title this season? I feel, I feel really, really good. Um, I think we we always talk. Everybody talks about how this division's bad. I don't know how many you know games it's going to take to win this division. I think if they can just like, if I hate giving credit to Dallas, but if they can just split a game with Dallas, I think they can win this division going like four and two, maybe even five and one, you know, in this division we're talking about. Um, the, the first half of this schedule is brutal. If they can just make it out like, I mean, this game, I, you know, I don't want to talk about it very well. could be a loss. Then you got Dallas. You got, I think, Kansas City Kansas at some City. point. If you can come out Kansas City and like two and two, then it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Something Unless like that. Unless we're expecting to beat Kansas City. So I don't easy, know. Man. So easy. <laughs> Are we expecting to beat Kansas City? I, I'm not. At... I'm not. Okay, just uh, make sure. Take a walk Cleveland, gave that... him, Cleveland gave him a scare, though. So. Yeah. And then yeah, Baker Baker. No. I think we're in a good position to try and come in and take this division. And I don't like hyping up Dallas at all. They did look better than I expected them to going up against the Bucks. I don't know if it was just opening day luck or if that's they can remain that consistent, but whatever. So initially, Washington scared me the most. I'd say Dallas is probably going to give us a run for our money. But yeah, if we can split, I like you guys were saying, if we could go two and two. Uh, lose to Dallas at home or in Dallas, beat them when they come to Philly, 
beat the 49ers and then lose to Kansas City, I still think that's a good start to this season. I think that's fair. And the end of our schedule gets a lot easier. So if we can get on like this momentum and then kick the rest of the division to the ground in the last three games of this season, I think that's all we really need. So this division is definitely ours for the taking. Um, as long as we don't blow games that we should definitely win. And if we can sneak a couple out, yeah, like a lot of people expect expect us to lose to the 49ers. They expect us to lose these big games. If we could win a couple of those and then win the games that we're supposed to win, there's no doubt that we take it. Yeah, Jordan, I was with you prior to the season. I believe it was Washington's division to lose just because that defense, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, I felt like they gave the Bucks a scare in the playoffs last season that I'm suing Super Bowl champions. So I was like, man, if they can get a quarterback to just not throw the game away, they, they could be some trouble. And now who knows what's going on over there. I guess they're going to rely on, on Heineke for a little bit, who they just paid $10 million to. They could use Gardner Minshew. They could use Gardner. Out. They can use Cam Newton. Ron Rivera, you would think. You would think that'd be the choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't be I worried about the I have a feeling he's going to give it like two weeks with Heineke, maybe throw Allen in there a little bit and see what he's actually working with. <laughs> oh, and if he doesn't like it, then he'll call Cam. Yeah, God, you would. They gotta. They gotta figure it out over there. The Giants. Fun fact: The Giants haven't been over 500 since September of 2016. So it's been a full five years since they had a winning record. So nobody should be concerned with them. And Dallas. Why are they so faithful in Daniel Jones? By the way, that's what I said. And the thing is, everybody screams. Everybody screams and says the Eagles not taking Justin Fields. Everybody's going to be talking about it. The Giants not taking Justin Fields should be a bigger discussion, right? (laughs) Daniel Dimes is not even Dimes. I don't even know what to call him anymore. He hasn't proven anything. I think the guy's won like four games. Yeah, his career. It's been bad. No, and he drops it. (laughs) <laughs> literally and he stumbles on the way to the end zone so <laughs> as eagles fans know all too well so i'm not sure what they're looking at there i think it was since the boat picture and obj left and now they don't know how to win games so that's literally. that's all that and now i'm confident that the eagles at the very least can try and you know outscore dallas in a shootout um because that dallas's defense is swiss cheese but they have a lot of offensive weapons with Gallup, Amari Cooper, in addition to uh, Cedric Wilson, and you got um, C.D. Lamb, who we can't forget about. We'll see if Zeke gets, gets it moving throughout the season because he's just a sixth offensive lineman right now. So we'll figure out what they are going to do with that. But as it stands, the Eagles, sole possession of NFC East, heading into week two with the 49ers coming to town. Appreciate everybody tuning into this video. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the bell for notifications for each and every upload that goes live. Drop the likes, drop the comments, do the same on the audio side on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, everywhere else you get your audio shows. Jordan has a million things going on. Jordan, try to go ahead and list everything that you've got coming up. I know you got Walter Picks, and you just have a video on your channel and all that fun stuff. Where can the people find your content at? Yeah, so my main thing is my YouTube. That's Sporty Jordy, post weekly videos there, all things NFL, talking about the whole league, everything that's going on. Obviously, slight bias towards the Eagles, but we try we try to refrain. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, and then... All social medias at the Sporty Jordy. I'm everywhere. Eagles Walter Picks is at Eagles.WalterPicks. I also host 
podcast called Onside Chicks live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. We are also doing the Fantasy Underdogs podcast pregame before every game, Monday, Thursday, Sunday, all things fantasy on YouTube and Twitch. So that's all of it unpacked. <laughs> all in one breath. All in one breath. Be yeah. sure to follow Jordan on all of those things and her TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all her fun stuff. Steven, let the people know where they can find you and all your hot takes all year long because I saw a few already. So go ahead. And you know why? It's because Ben Simmons is coming back. Ben Simmons is coming back. Oh, man. (laughs) Go ahead. No, I. I, He he saw that. Hey, we might have to do Sixers content once Eagles. No, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, my God. I saw that eye roll over there from Jordan. We would lose. We would literally lose subscribers for Sixers content. Dude, it would be perfect. That's where we actually butt heads. Ben Simmons is coming back, man. Time to run it back. The playoff run continues. Go ahead, Steve, and let people know where they can find you at. Yeah, just Stephen Conrad Jr. basically everywhere. That's Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. I gotta get back on the TikTok grind. You were toxic on TikTok. It was hilarious. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I was still locked in on Sunday, guys. Like, I think I set my phone to the side. I didn't check it till like halftime. Are you guys like game day? I I don't know what it is. No, like, I'm constantly I, on my it's phone. Like live tweet. Yeah, I'm That's content. I'm content driven on do that anymore. Yeah. You know, you gotta make it out. You gotta clip stuff before other people get to it. That's why. It's make sure you can make the rounds. Be sure to follow Steven on Twitter at Steven Comrade Jr. Also on this channel and everything we do together, you see us together enough times. We'll be at the tailgate on Sunday. I don't know how conscious I'll be, but we will be there. Uh, so be sure to swing by if you recognize us. Last time we were at the, uh, the open practice, we got messages afterwards that people like didn't want to bother us. Like we're not famous. We're just people. Wow. <laughs> we're just people on the internet. So just... and the one guy, what did he say about you? He said, he said, he told you to one stop guy. First of all, one guy, like, we're walking out, we're walking out. And he was like, dude, you run the Philly pot. And I was like, yeah, he was like, you got to stop with the hot takes. And I was like, when have I ever <laughs> said a hot take ever in my life? But that's, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for tuning into the show catch the next one tomorrow signing off from the philly pop save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details